Hi, I'm Risha, and we are at Mavericks in Pacific Beach, sitting down with Sean Aguirre. He is a musician, a songwriter, a guitarist, and he also does loans. And I am talking to him about living your best boss life. And we're also drinking some really great wine, so grab a glass and join us today. This episode is brought to you by the coolest podcast sponsor, winesplurge.com. I told them exactly what I wanted to drink, and they sent me a case of wine, and you can do the same thing. They offer free shipping, so check them out today. Welcome to Boss Life Uncorked, where we bring you the latest trends and tips to win the market, all while drinking fine wine. I have Sean and Gary here. Thanks for joining me today. Thank you for having me. Yes. Um, we're drinking, I think it's a Bordeaux blend. Okay. I've never had it before. I except for either. like the sip. So there's so many <laughs> different wines, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, let's drink. I'm getting hints of uh, cheddar cheese. Mm. <laughs> I like saying uh, ridiculous things in the wine and seeing if people agree with me. That's amazing. <laughs> But you should have waited till I saw <laughs> Cheddar cheese. Monterey Jack. Um, mm-hmm. hmm. I, I feel like it's, yeah. <laughs> so definitely, like, I always find oak when there is oak, right? Okay. So, like, that vanilla-y kind of, I don't know. But this this is this feels like a, da- a dangerous one. Like, it's going to go down super smooth. Yeah. And we're going to have to pour a couple glasses, maybe. <laughs> I'm already halfway through my mm-hmm. glass right now. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, good good start. Yeah. So, you don't do video very often. No, this yeah, is only. Yeah, you told me that. This is only my second time behind like a professional camera. Uh huh. Maybe third time. Once was oh, okay. the the Price Is Right. Yeah, no way. You were on Price Is Right. <laughs> yeah, that's I, amazing. I was one of the contestants with my. Uh, I was an RA in college, uh-huh. and I took my residence there, and uh, they called me up, and oh my gosh, yeah, I made a big dummy of myself on TV. Okay, so <laughs> is it? Like, did you know, you had no idea that you were going to be on the show. So, like, when people yeah. submit in, it's, like, it's a total surprise? You kind of you kind of just go in with a big group, and the producers, they talk to you for 15 seconds. Yeah. And then they they call your name based on how wild and how fun they think you're going to be. Mm-hmm. And I think because I had a big group and I was the leader that they chose me yeah, to go up. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. How fun. Did you win? No, no. No. I, <laughs> I made it to the just the bidding, uh, but then I didn't quite get up oh, to the stage. Man. Yeah. So it was really neat. I have a friend that was on the show like back in the, I want to say early nineties. Uh-huh. And it's hilarious watching all of the, she, she posted on Facebook and it's hilarious watching all the things that they win. And it's like a new car and like just the technology now. Today, yeah. It's like, looks like super high tech. It's like this camera that's like big and I don't know. It was just, it was funny to watch. But, um, so camera, I mean, you haven't been on camera much, no. But that's pretty big to say that you're on prices, right? And then you also, <laughs> how I met you, mm-hmm. um, is you're a musician. You are you play the guitar. You sing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I like to uh, when I'm not doing my my day job stuff. Yeah, um, I like to sing and play guitar. Um, either solo gigs around town, um, things like happy hours. Yeah. Uh, but then also like a little bit of weddings. Mm-hmm. And then I just started uh, singing with bands without yeah. my guitar. Yeah. Um, yeah, and that's the scary one because I'm so used to having something in front of me. Yeah. yeah, it's like you have a little bit, I don't know, do you have a little bit more control when you are the one playing the guitar also and it's just you? I think so, yeah, because yeah. you can kind of choose where the song's going to go. Exactly. Where when I'm just singing, I'm kind of like hoping I know where the band's going to go. Right, you're and, at their mercy. And also I have no idea what to do with my hands and body. <laughs> yeah, <so>. you're like... <laughs> yeah. I can imagine that. I, can ima- I, I feel like uh, beforehand, now... 
to go and like sing without a guitar, that might be a challenge because I'm getting used to having the guitar with me. They kind of go one in one. Yeah. But um, it's so fun. It's so fun. So um, I've seen you play with a band with mm-hmm. a guitar. Uh, recently, you did an event for Real Producers Magazine, and you were actually just singing, not just singing. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> now, it all kind of loops up with your day job. It does, yeah. yeah. I, I like to kind of mix in music with my day job mm-hmm. of lending. Yeah. Um, at the real estate meetings, lots of times there's a sponsor who will come and kind of pay for the meeting, and they get to talk for a little bit. Yeah. Um, so instead of talking about interest rates and loan programs. <laughs> They're um, boring. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, I play guitar and sing for everybody. Yes, yeah. And, and you that- make up songs. Because I think when I first met you, you really uh, stuck out <laughs> to me. It was years ago, and we were at, like, one of the Metro Caravans. <laughs> And I feel like you made up a song about a situation. It was just you and your guitar. Does that even sound familiar? I mean, it was so long. Do you remember? Yeah, I think that was like one of the first times I ever did it. Yeah. Um, But since then, I think that was the only time I ever kind of did a custom song. Okay. After that, it's just been random covers here and there. Well, it made an impression on me, for sure, for (laughs) sure. Cool. Yeah, I think it's neat when people take their day job and then they mix it with their passions. Yeah. Um, It I think that some people, you know, like, I don't want to say it confuses them, but I know that people know that I love wine. Yeah. And so it's kind of funny when I'll get a comment about that, like, how come people are posting pictures with wine and how come it's like, it's part of their brand, Mm -hmm. you know? So, um, I think I'd like to see more photos of you with your guitar. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's a good way to stand out. Definitely. People remember the singing guy. Yeah. Another one of the first times I ever did that, I forgot to make any mention of my day job at a real estate event. Oh my gosh. And I just sang a song and everyone kind of was like, that was great, but why are you singing at a real estate meeting? Right. So now I kind of am a little better at moving them together. Good. And when I was there, I was telling everybody that yeah. you're a lender too. Do you know Sean? Oh my gosh, he doesn't just sing like so. Um, I think that when you have fans out there doing that, that makes a big difference. Yeah. But it's really neat to, to be able to mix the two worlds because then it's like you really love what you do. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. you're able to like loop in the, um, I know it's I'm telling you, time. it's dangerous because <laughs> you're able to loop in the whole, um, you know, passion, passion projects with, I mean, you obviously love doing loans, too. You're great at it. Thanks. You guys have great systems. We recently just closed something. Cheers to that. Cheers. Cheers to helping our friends. Right? Yeah. You killed it on that one, too. Thank you. It was, um, I think our communication was great. Um, someone told me once, when I talked to Sean, and it wasn't these clients, but I know they felt the same way, that some other clients had said, when I talked to Sean, he's so calm and, like, soothing. <laughs> And buying a home is very stressful, right? True. There's so much emotion. Yeah. In it. And so the fact that you're able to take out the emotion, but still have it there where it's like, you're still communicating comfort yeah. and helping them. And yeah, I think that that was one of the things that I, they ended up not buying a house, but just going through like the whole pre-approval process with you. They were just very like, he's just so soothing and kind and answered all of my questions. <laughs> I think that's like, I, I used to be a middle school teacher uh-huh. before I started no doing way. loans. Yeah. So the, the soothing, calming part is trying to keep like 13 year olds in their seats yes. and like engaged. I cannot and even imagine. So I kind of just tried to take that over and used all the useful parts in lending. Yeah. How did you get into lending? Um, so after I finished teaching, well, I, I, I taught for two years right out of college through mm. one of those programs where they put young like college graduates into classrooms yeah. that um, are tough to hire for. Um, 
and it kicked my butt. It was one of the like <laughs> toughest experiences Good, I've ever had. Right? Yeah. 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 I have so much Teacher respect meetings. for all my teachers mm-hmm, now. Mm-hmm. Um, so I did that for two years and then was kind of wondering what else I wanted to do. Um, just odd jobs here and there. And then, uh, my dad has been in lending and real estate since uh, the eighties actually. Yeah. And he encouraged me to, uh, to give it a shot. Mm-hmm. And that was about eight years ago. Yeah. And yeah, since then it's, uh, it's kind of stuck. I've mm-hmm. been, uh, I've been real happy with it so far. Right. Was there resistance to kind of follow in those footsteps? A little bit. I mean, when I first got started, I had no clue what I was doing. Yeah. Um, and I was kind of going through the, uh, I guess the struggles of finding new business yeah. um, and, the, and a new kind of pay structure and everything. So yeah, I was a little resistant at first, mm-hmm. but uh, once I kind of started get, getting going with it and uh, got to meet referral partners that I could click with, um, then it, it's something I could see myself doing forever. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, when you are able to attract the business that you want, it kind of changes things instead of chasing business that you don't want. Oh yeah. That's really been a like paradigm shift for me. I think that now I'm going, okay, whoever I um, attract are actually the people that I want to work with because I'm yeah. making it very clear how I do business. Mm-hmm. So people know what they're getting out of me. In fact, um, I have the same clients that we worked with. They'll even joke about like, oh, did you see those remarks that that one agent wrote? And we, we have conversation about it because <laughs> yeah. they know when I see things that talk against a property, like that make a home not look good or yeah. – you know, I, it makes me kind of like cringe inside because I feel so bad for the, for the seller. Yeah. But as I'm communicating that, it really, I don't know, it helps me attract the right client. Yeah. And it's, it's a big kind of shift that I saw myself, like, like you mentioned before, when you start, you're kind of just chasing everything. Um, and you end up in transactions and doing business with people that, um, maybe don't operate the same way you do. And so there's a lot more resistance. It's a lot harder to get everything done. Um, but then when you work with someone that's on the same page as you, mm-hmm. um, it's just night and day. Yeah. So it's, it's real nice. Definitely. So referral partners are definitely the way that you want to build your business. Yeah. Um, what are some other things that you've seen, like help you really create that? I mean, you are an entrepreneur when you think about it, you yeah. know what I mean? Like you are, you're your own boss. <laughs> yeah. So what has really helped you change that your, your business or make it exactly how you want it to be? Yeah. It's, I guess it's really just targeting referral partners, um, that I like. Yeah. And I, and it's kind That's of, the key. Not yeah. chasing the ones that you don't get along with, right? Yeah. You know, I mean, you get along with everybody, but you know what I mean. But yeah. pe- I, I describe it as like people that I enjoy hanging out with when I'm not working. Right. There you go. And it's like once you're, once you're doing business and once you're working with people that you enjoy being with, mm-hmm. then it kind of flows naturally and, yeah. and you have each other's backs and, you know, any kind of situation within the deal. Um, yeah. So that's, that's kind of been the way I've been going. Um, some of my referral partners I've met, uh, just through, you know, networking events here and there, whether it's realtor or non-realtor related. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of the guys, for instance, my personal financial advisor and one of my best buds, we met because we went to a networking meeting and they were all, the, they were all these very, uh, like uh, salesy, yeah. uh, kind of like I got something up my sleeve type guys. Right. Like, and we just kind of started talking. We drank too much and yeah. became good buddies. <laughs> So that's awesome. And that's how we started working together. It wasn't even like he sold me onto something Mm. or so. Yeah. Situations like that. Just Mm. finding people that I click with and would want to hang out with really. Yeah. That's awesome. I love that. Um, gosh, what do I, what kind of guitar do you play? I really want to ask you music questions. I was like, I know I'm, I know I can't not (laughs) because I just recently started playing the guitar. That's right. And so when you played at my grand opening, Mm -hmm. 
And all I wanted to do was like, I just want to sing with you. You know what I mean? <laughs> and I'm not a professional singer at all, but it's just like, you're so good. You're there. You're, um, you're getting there. Yeah, I got to, you know, get there. But now I, I picked up the guitar about a year ago mm-hmm. and I'm obsessed with Taylors. And I think you had mentioned you had a Taylor at <laughs> yeah, one time. Yeah, I'm, I'm a Taylor guy. Okay. I, I have uh, a Taylor. It's an 815 CE. Oh my so it's God. So it's a jumbo. So it's a big body. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I love it. I've, I've had it since... Um, late high school I, yeah. I worked all high school so i could afford this like expensive guitar no way. <laughs> yeah. so okay there's the grand concert grand auditorium and then there's the grand the big the, one the, the, big, ju- big the jumbo is like, yeah. like the biggest one okay. i always forget the in-betweens too, and everything. yeah but i'm so again like obsessed i went to the actual tour of taylor <laughs> nice. guitars where you can walk through and they tell you all about them and um when i was picking out i mean i didn't have like a healthy budget i went from a Fender, like a cheap, like California Fender, like yeah. 300 bucks to learn on. And then when the sound just, I couldn't do the sound anymore. It wasn't what I was looking for. <laughs> yeah. Then I, then I started obsessing about Taylor's. I picked up a Taylor at Guitar Center and I was like, this is so right. And they now make these little ones. They're called a grand concert. Okay. And so for me, I have a small frame, so I'm not playing like this, <laughs> you know? And so the guy walked me through all of these different Taylor's and, um, and then now they make it with this like new bracing. It's called a V-class bracing, and so these little guitars sound bigger. That's awesome. So that's my next guitar. It's like it's like four thousand dollars. <laughs> that's the thing with Maybe Taylor. Maybe get Taylor on the show or something. Yeah. Like, what can you do for me? You got to start to having them sponsor. I know. Yeah. Right? Maybe we'll just I'll just hold a guitar, talk about it for a little yeah. bit, confuse everybody. You know? and, but once you play it though, it's you can't go back to yeah, whatever you were playing before. I know. I know. I try to get my brother turned on to him, and he has a he has a Breedlove, and then he had a Martin. And uh, now he has a Martin, and I tried to get him to buy a Taylor, but he just likes the the connection with Martin, how Martin kind of passes down and stuff like that. Yeah, so the, it's very timeless, you know. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, and I like the shiny bells and whistles of a Taylor. <laughs> Same. So I like, and their pickup system. It just seems way better yes, than like a lot is. of other guitars yeah. I played. I just got easy a, to play. Yeah, yeah, I just got a nylon string Taylor also. No way. Yeah, I, I knew I wanted a nylon string because I love how they sound, and yeah. you can do a lot more finger picking. Yeah. And I was looking at all the traditional kind of Spanish guitar brands, mm-hmm. and then of course I remember the Taylor makes nylon strings. Yes, and yes then, they do. Yeah, as soon as I, I played play it, I, I knew like, okay, I gotta go for the Taylor again. <laughs> no way. Yeah. <laughs> That's fun. Yeah, I ended up with a little GS Mini. It's like the one that they make in. Um, and Ticate. Like it's a, it's a different, so it has like a different, um, they're the only ones that are made in Mexico. They had to open up another shop okay. to basically, um, hit the demands of this guitar. Cause it sounds nice. big, but it's small. But that's awesome. Anyway. Yeah. So that's what I'm playing on. Um, yeah, you can't beat them. <laughs> yeah. Gosh. So how did you get into creating a band and actually like starting your music? I mean, cause that's another thing that you do. Your mm-hmm. other side job, right? Is music. Yeah. So how do you even, if I wanted to, yeah, be on stage. I don't know. Yeah. Um, how would you go about doing that? It kind of all started through open mic nights. Mm. Um, there oh, was one I went. Terrifying. You thought this was scary. <laughs> but, open mic night. <laughs> okay, anyway. <laughs> but, but singing for me, it's like everything's so rehearsed and it's like you know what you're going to do mm. already. And you can even mm. like close your eyes with it. But like, yeah. so I started going to this open mic night in uh, Normal Heights at Lestats on yeah. Adams. And it's just the coolest group because a lot of open mic nights, they're at bars or coffee shops and people. Um, they're kind of there to drink coffee and happen to see music, but the way that Lestats has it set up is there's like a second theater room and people just go for the open mic. And so it's this awesome crowd of like really supportive people and you can kind of play there even if you've never played before. And no matter how you sound, everybody is really cool. Yeah. And so from, from, yeah. And so from there, I kind of met people that were in groups. 
um, and then got asked to sing for a couple. And yeah, and then that turned into subbing in for some groups and singing mm -hmm. full time with some groups. And wow. yeah, so just kind of doing open mic nights is really how I met the San Diego music scene, I think. Yeah, yeah. that's cool. Um, do you ever meet like clients from it? Like, does it ever like cross pollinate when it's not intentional? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, uh, just the conversation comes up. People ask what you do. Yeah. Um, and then I, I have met a few clients through uh, music. Mm -hmm. So places that I, I wasn't even looking for it. Right. And then those are the those are the cool clients too because you know you're already buddies with them. Yeah. You know them from something else, and yeah. it's yeah. I think that when people go, you know, the the dreaded question. Well, actually, a lot of people like this question, but I think. Some professionals have a hard time with it when someone says, what do you do for a living? Uh -huh. And I always felt so much shame, like, growing up in this industry, because I started when I was 18. Yeah. And I, if it's not said right, people kind of shut down, or maybe that's my perception, and that's what mm. people tell you they'll do, is they'll just think that you're a salesy or whatever. Yeah. Someone say, what do you do for a living? And I'd say, realtor. It's kind of like, realtor. <laughs> <laughs> and so really finding a new way to say that. And then even a new way, like I use this podcast as a networking opportunity. So it's like, yeah. not only, uh, like I already know you, but it's a way for us to connect. If I didn't know you and I wanted to reach out to you and I was like, who's that guy on stage? Like I want him on the podcast. Like I want to talk to him. Um, it's really an opportunity to do that. Yeah. So you're able to use your skills to kind of create this new network and then add something to the table. When someone says, what do you do? You're such this, you're this complex guy. You know what I mean? It's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's nice to have something like else to kind of draw from. Yeah. And, exactly. yeah. Sometimes you might be like, oh yeah, I, I, I'm a lender and I don't even, and then some other, some other times you might be, I'm a musician. Right? I'm, a, I'm a guitar guy. I'm yeah. a guitar guy. Yeah. I'm a guitar slash lender guy. You're, um, you know, like what I, my roles or whatever, like I just, um, created a landing page, like a web page. Mm -hmm. And my coach told me, have everything that you do in one place. And I felt so much like weirdness with that. I always wanted to keep it separate. But oh, now okay. that I have it, people type in RishaLeah.com and it literally shows everything that they do. Like from coaching to public speaking to the podcast to nice. okay. real estate. Maybe that's something if you're not doing. I'm totally not. I was thinking about ah! like all I have is my, my day job type uh, landing page. Right. And then uh, for music, I have like kind of a Facebook page yeah. that I don't really like use or update or anything. Yeah. But yeah, you're that good. You don't have to, you know how, like, you know, the people that are just good at what they do, they don't have to do the other things that other people do. And then it's like, damn it. I wish I would have, I wish I would have created a landing page. Yeah. Think about how much better you'd be if you are not just, better you'd be, but how much more. Probably just you know? my laziness. Is yeah, exactly. yeah. You're like, I don't need to, you know? Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, if you had somewhere where every time that you played mm -hmm. that you could give a business card and it had your landing page and it showed everything that you do. That would be really valuable. Yeah. I guess that I would, would love be, to see that. That would be a cool way to meet, I guess, people for business when I'm yeah. not expecting it or right. sh show people I'm already doing business that I do other things. And yes. I think it's great. Yeah. You could do like the Adam Sandler, you know how he, he'll make up a song about something crazy. You could do a funny, <laughs> you could talk about wine tasting like cheddar cheese. I don't know. No. I don't know. It would be fun. I would like to see it. Do they make wine that tastes like cheddar cheese? God, no. I hope not. They do make wine that tastes better with cheese. Do you know why it tastes better with cheese? No, but I do eat a lot of cheese when I drink yes, wine. Yes, I know. I really need to add that. Maybe we could get like, um, so producer Dylan. <laughs> cutting the cheese yeah, can with Can we Richelieu? make a no? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I don't want to say cut it the cheese with Richelieu. That would be bad. Um, but yeah, so when you, when you are, when you eat cheese, when you eat something fatty, like, so the, the actual like wine, it, it's, it grabs on and holds on. It clings okay. on to the fat. 
I thought people just liked them both, so they put them together. I didn't realize it was science, yeah. (laughs) That's true. So there's actually (laughs) certain cheeses that complement certain wines. And uh, when I went wine tasting in Napa once, we did this whole cheese experience. Okay. And um, there was a wine that I really liked, but then the moment we ate, we had the cheese first. So, like, they have you drink drink the wine, and Mm -hmm. then they have you... Um, well, they have you drink the wine. I don't know why that sounded weird, but they have you drink wine and then you try the cheese and then it changes the flavor of the wine. Really? And there was one that I really liked and then I had a bite of cheese and then I drank it and I didn't like it because it actually brought out a licorice flavor and I'm not a licorice person. So yeah, my husband's like, oh my gosh, this one's so good. Tastes like black licorice. I'm like, Um, but the wine on its own would be really great. So it does. It makes a difference. Nice. Yeah. I would avoid the black licorice wines. That's not my thing either. Yeah. It's just somehow that's, that was, yeah, that was coming out. That's awesome though. Yeah. And I've learned so much of going through wine tasting of what kind of wines I like just by... Yeah, tasting wine. I'm also glad this isn't the kind of wine tasting where you're supposed to spit it out Mm-mm. afterwards. Because I don't, I don't really see the point of that Who either. Who wants to do that? <laughs> yeah. I mean, if it's bad wine, Maybe, right? yeah. <laughs> but I've not, um, I've only had that happen with like white wines. Okay. And then, because um, I'm not really a white wine drinker unless it's like a Chardonnay and, um, or like a really good Chardonnay. Um, yeah. Or if it's been like a sweet wine, sometimes it's like too sweet and I can't do it. And it just depends on how much we're drinking. But I've had like, <laughs> I've, I've been at wine tastings where I'm like, oh yeah, I don't, you don't need to pour that. I don't, I don't want to waste my, my, <laughs> my wine intake on a Pinot Grigio. I'll take I'm two afraid. of another kind. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Can you just pour something else? But anyway, <laughs> yeah, that's my little, what's your favorite drink? I'm usually a beer drinker. Yeah. But lately, like in the last four years, I've, I've been getting into wine. And mm-hmm. I never really have before. Yeah. Um, and then I finally joined my first wine club, which Yay! I didn't know was a thing until like last year. Yeah. What is it? So it's this company called uh, Las Jaras. Uh-huh. Um, but the only reason I knew about them is because these comedians that I like, oh, cool. um, one of them started making wine. Yeah. And then he had it on his Instagram page. And uh-huh. so instead of watching like comedy skits, I, I wanted to get the wine that he had and yeah. And yeah, so I joined the wine club and get some of his. That's cool. But yeah, I know nothing about wine, but it's <laughs> it tastes good. Just keep tasting it. And they and they made a wine off of one of their uh, skits that they did, and I got it because it has a funny picture on it. Yeah. So that's my um, wine knowledge. Yeah, you're like it has a funny picture. On it. I like the picture. Yeah, exactly. Sometimes, I mean, that's all about marketing, right? Yeah. I'm draw you in. Well, cool. Well, <laughs> all right, well, Sean, thank you so much for being here. Yeah, this was a lot of fun. Yeah, thanks for letting me pick your brain and like get into your psyche. It was <laughs> Any, awesome. Anytime. All right, cheers. Cheers. Thanks for listening. Be sure to tune in next week. And remember to hit the subscribe button on your favorite platform. Reviews really help us out. And remember to share the show if you got some serious value out of us today. If you are interested in exploring anything we talked about, visit uncorkshow.com.